Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainer. Look at him and tell me there's a God. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back in to the happy hour 37 the ticket the ticketfm.com nick sainert and rico joining you guys as usual you guys know how to get in touch with the show 402-464-5685 the honda lincoln hotline and the starter Heyman text line are both open for you guys the entire show today as well as on the starter Heyman jewelers live video stream facebook youtube twitch and twitter uh, before we get to our guests really quickly, just want to preview. We got high school football coming your way on 93.7 The Ticket tomorrow night. Lincoln Northwest High School, uh, the Falcons going up against the Pius X Thunderbolts. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. Jay Foreman, the Husker Hall of Famer, and I will have a pregame show starting around 6.40 p.m. tomorrow from UBT Stadium out near Air Park. And I believe that's a pretty good way to bring in our guest, uh, the head football coach out at Lincoln Northwest High School. Brian Lauk joins us on the Aloe VIP line. VIP line brought to you by Aloe Fiber, where we understand the importance of exceptional service with a local heart. And with that, Coach, we're less, or I should say, about a little over 24 hours away from, from kicking things off tomorrow night. How are we feeling? Well, thanks, first of all, for having me. I appreciate being on the show. Uh, we're super excited to uh, kick off season two here for the Falcons. Obviously, last year didn't work out as we had planned. Um, but with more numbers, uh, being on our campus for now a year and a half, uh, we're super pumped. We're excited for the big challenge at hand, kicking off week zero. You know, not many games played this weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're pretty fired up over here. Now, Coach, I, I guess we're, we're going to kind of really dive deep into this because I think, obviously, y- you guys have a really fascinating story. And, and there's been a lot of adversity that you guys as a program and you as a head coach have had to kind of go through and fight through the last year and a half or so. W- just w- talk about the journey, right, and just how wild these last two years have been for you um, and, and for the program. Obviously, you have to cancel the rest of your season on, at the varsity level, that is after just three games last year, just kind of walk our listeners through what these last, you know, two years and change have been like for you. Yeah. So when, uh, I accepted the position, uh, obviously, you know, the, my vision for what the program would be and what actually happened, uh, didn't quite work out as planned. And obviously with coaching, with teaching, with anything involving kids, you need to adapt, adjust, whatnot. So as we were planning for our first inaugural season, you know, we're, we're getting some interest. We're getting ideas of how many numbers we have for kids. We're looking at, hey, you know, what classes are we going to have? Um, and then later started getting peeled back with like, hey, if we don't have enough seniors in school, we're going to have to get rid of the senior class. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously scheduling happens with NSAA and they need to know, you know, hey, are you going to be able to do varsity athletics? Uh, football's out of the gate in the fall. So uh, initially, we were like, yeah, we should be fine to do the varsity class and the varsity uh, schedule. And 
when we peeled those seniors back, we really had to take a hard look and find out exactly what were our numbers and so forth. And, and from there, then obviously the school wasn't quite done yet. Um, so we're working off site all that last summer. We were over at Speedway Complex. They were nice enough to rent it out for us to lift and get some training off site. Um, and then obviously when we got over to our school, they were still continuing to work on it. We were on our grass fields all the way up until um, kickoff against Ralston last year, where they were still kind of finishing touches on the turf stadium. But UBT is awesome. Uh, you know, getting on that stadium was so exhilarating. It was like all the hard work that we had put in offsite, mm-hmm. all the adjustments of, hey, you can't do this, but you can do this. Hey, you need to adjust this. Um, really kind of put uh, everything into fruition for us about here's the, you know, aspect that our kids have been through. I talked about resilience in one of my other um, interviews that we've had to teach our kids that, hey, you get knocked down, you get back up. Hey, this doesn't work out. What's the new path? And so we've really tried to create that mindset of, you know, what's next? You know, uh, not no excuses. Uh, there is no excuses. Let's find answers. Let's find solutions. And so we've continued to do that. And then upon when we got to game one, two, three, when we got to game three against Plattsmith, we were having to sub in ninth graders. And we had to really assess and look at, you know, what is the value of the program? What's the value of the kids, the parents, the community, and what's the best choice for us? And I know that that seems probably like a selfish approach, but that's where the program is developed is in those families and the kids and in the best interest for them. And so we had to peel back, cancel the rest of our varsity season, get to the JV schedule and really start developing confidence, you know, solidify our ground roots of what we're trying to do to build the program. And I think it really helped us. I know that there were some negative attitudes towards it based on our numbers. I know that we say 70 numbers were out, um, but we were down to about 55 um, towards that. And we had about 35, 36 of those being freshmen. So if you want to consider playing varsity sports with a lot of freshmen, you probably need to rethink what you're doing with, uh, with that program. So that's kind of in a nutshell, how everything kind of transpired, what we had to do and think. And then this off season, man, we were in the weight room a lot. We didn't take any breaks. I know there was still like um, end of the season stuff going on and whatnot, but uh, mm-hmm. we were really just weight room, weight room, weight room. Cause that's where we're going to get better. During, during the times where you guys couldn't play varsity sports, you could still be with those other guys, right though. You could still be, still be lifting. Right. And things like that. Like coaches can still be involved despite canceling the rest of the games. Or am I incorrect on that? Are you talking about during the football season yeah, or like dur- during the football winter? season, like last year when, when you just didn't have the numbers and you were only playing JV, were you still able to work with all the guys um, that maybe weren't playing games? Yes. I mean, we, we were still trying to, to check their interest and get um, those guys, a part of our program um, continue to, Sell what we're trying to do as, as a football team here in Northwest. Um, but there was just um, so much adversity that we were dealing with that when we were in the JV season, uh, it was really hard for other kids to understand, you know, you know, what's the value of this? What's the purpose? Yeah. What's our, what's our long-term mission that we're trying to do here. Now, coach, I, I know obviously it's a bad thing that the, the varsity season was canceled, but kind of putting us up somewhat positive spin on it. How, helpful was it in preparing for this varsity season was it to focus on some of the younger guys within your program and, and get that jv season and kind of teach them more of the ins and outs of everything to, to prepare them for this your, your second season 
Well, I think first off, we developed a better mindset. We started realizing what we could do, not what we couldn't do. Because when we were up against some of those other competitions, it was like we could call a perfect play, but we were just outmanned. We, we had smaller dudes. We had younger people. We had guys going up against kids that were 18, 19, ready you know, take their heads off. So I think it was a mindset of, oh, we can do this. We can handle this. We can do what the coaches are asking us to do. Those schemes are going to work. Um, we kind of matched up a little bit better with some other teams. So I think it started with internally with confidence and trust and building that mindset that, uh, yes, we can. And then I think also physically uh, being able to take another six, seven months to develop, um, to get that camaraderie, that connection, because when we were off site that first summer, we didn't have very good attendance when it came to weight training. We didn't have very good attendance when it came to doing our skill work that we were allowed to do. And then when we got into fall, it was like, we were just behind. It seemed like with the amount of training time that we needed to have. So we really, you know, we picked up some kids. We've had some kids transfer in. We have a big freshman class that came in this year. And so we're just excited about all the time that we've had. We've got to get to know the kids. I got to find out about them. What are they, what are they like? And then they got to find out what I'm like, because it was just so new for everybody. It was kind of just go, 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 go. And then we'll figure it out as we go type of thing. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or seven up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We're, we're talking to Lincoln Northwest uh, head football coach Brian Lauk here on the Allo VIP line. They open up their season in a week zero game against Pius tomorrow night. You can hear that one right here on the ticket. And coach, I, I don't want to look. I don't want to keep looking back because I definitely want to talk about the season that's a, that's ahead and especially tomorrow night's game. So one last one about just the past. It's, it takes a lot to build up a program and it, it takes a special type of coach and coaching staff. Why did you decide to take this job? Because this is, this is a, a very difficult task starting a program from scratch. Yeah, I know that uh, my dreams and aspirations were to be a head football coach. Uh, I grew up in Pierce, Nebraska. My my head coach was Mark Bramer. He had mm. built that program up for 30, 35 years. He obviously just stepped down this past season, but he was such an inspiration to me and led me to keep working towards my dreams of being a head football coach. Now, uh, if if I'm going to be honest, like saying, hey, it's going to be tough before I started doing all the work, that was a complete understatement. Um, the amount of work, the effort, the time, the commitment that not only myself, but other coaches and the kids have put in has just been tremendous. Like, um, I keep trying to trim my facial hair because of all the white hairs that I gained from all the work that we've done, but it's, it's been so beneficial. It's allowed me to be a better coach, a better man, a better person for the kids, just simply because of all the things that we had to build. And so I'm excited to see how this goes and, and look back with some confidence that, Hey, we did the right thing. We're doing the right thing. And we're going to continue to do what's best for us. Well, and I think that's something you said something in there that, that kind of, hurt my or piqued my interest to where it was um you know obviously taught you to be a better football coach and and for the players taught them to be better football players but also like high school is obviously a real important time and and i think something that sometimes gets lost in in whether it's youth or high school sports is that it, it is to teach them how to be better people 
and so that that was that that's something that really piqued my interest, and I think it, it can be something that players gravitate towards. I I think it's a life skill. Uh, football is a game of life. Uh, I know that's very cliche, um, but you know when you get knocked down, what do you need to do? You need to get back up. You got a couple choices: you can stay down, or you can get up and fight and compete and uh, learn a little bit about yourself. And we learned a little bit about ourselves over last year. We're we're going to learn about ourselves tomorrow. Um, regardless of the score, the outcome, whatever it is, you know, we need to pick ourselves back up. We're going to be a team. We're going to be together. We're going to care for each other. Uh, we're going to work hard. And, and that's what you need to do in life. And, and if you don't, then obviously you're going to see those benefits of if you don't. And if you do, you're going to reap those benefits as you continue through life. We're talking to Lincoln Northwest head football coach, Brian Lauk. He's with us on the yellow VIP line. Now let's, let's talk about this upcoming season. I mean, uh, is it is it wrong of me to ask like what the expectation is because it's such a a unique situation for you guys after last season? Is it? I mean, what is the expectation? What is the goal for you guys? Our my number one goal. Um, I know this seems kind of weird, but I wanted to make sure that we got through our varsity season. Yeah, um, that was the the heartbreaker for the kids, telling them in the weight room last year that hey, we we can't continue our varsity season. Uh, Kids came over here to be juniors last year that were technically our leaders because we didn't have seniors. And we told them that, hey, we're going to have varsity football. And so to, to break that to them, you know, the number one goal has got to be to finish that varsity season. Um, the second thing, I want our kids to compete. Um, I don't want them to focus on the scoreboard so much. We obviously want to compete to win, but we need to compete um, just for ourselves. We need to be able to, you know, win small battles. We need to see progression in terms of did we win this series? didn't we? What, what do we need to do better this next series? Um, if we didn't win the series, uh, we need to figure out, you know, what we need to change, tweak, or if we just need to um, focus on getting better. And then lastly, I would say, you know, the development of the kids. We need to make sure that they're developing um, to the point that we can compete in Class B. We can compete against uh, the other teams on our schedule. And then obviously we want kids to enjoy playing football. We want them to come out with excitement, with energy, with um, passion for the game, to be around the coaches, to be around the other players. And and, and that usually leads you to success uh, on the field, away from all the schemes. All right, Coach. So you talk about the, some of those guys that uh, came as juniors last year and they were your leaders. Now those guys are seniors. Talk about some of those guys. Who, who are some people that if, if our listeners are listening to the game tomorrow night here on the ticket, they're going to hear their name quite a bit. Well, I'm going to start with a Jack Duvall. Um, he's a lineman, so you're not going to hear a whole lot yeah. in terms of like maybe unless he's maintaining blocks. He's uh, you know just an energy guy. He's a weight room junkie. He is a heart and soul of Northwest football right now. He's he he's been here through and through. He was probably the one that was was hurt the most about the varsity program being cut last year. He's a smart kid, um, loves football. He's going to play at the next level at some point, whether it's NAIA maybe division three, whatever he wants, because the sky's the limit. He's, he's a hardworking kid. Um, you're going to see him at offensive tackle and D line. Um, he never quits. Um, he, he's the type of kid that would refuse. We'd have to drag him off the field last year um, just to give him a break because he's working his tail off. Um, another kid that I would consider looking at would be a Tyler Aldridge. He's a wide receiver for us. Number 14. Um, he's a kid that uh, is elusive. He doesn't show you um, on the stat line if you look at his height and weight to uh, be a flashy guy like, hey, we need to pay attention to him. But he really stretches the field for us. He has a knack for finding the football. Um, and he, he's just a smart kid. And uh, 
is a leader for us as well. And then, you know, we're still in a quarterback battle between uh, J.J. Kopp and Dylan Kodik. They're competing. We had Dylan rolling with us last year as a junior. Um, he's a senior now. J.J. Kopp's a junior. Um, both talented quarterbacks are going to have the ball in their hands and a chance to make good decisions for us on offense. They obviously play some defense too, but those are probably the top three guys and four guys I would consider um, that you're going to be looking at and finding and, uh, and, and saying about us for the Falcons. Coach, it's going to be hot on that turf tomorrow. I mean, talk about just the, and it has been obviously all, you know, all, all summer and, and what going into the fall now it's, it's, it's steamy and it's hot uh, on, on the turf. Talk about the preparation in that regard, right? Where guys need to get hydrated and need to be ready for these late August, early September games where it's going to have a feel of, of 95, 110 degrees on the turf. Yeah. So we actually had our uh, summer camp the last week in July. And if you don't remember that, it was mm-hmm. uh, a balmy 102 heat index. Um, and and we use the, the wet globe bulb um, temperature measure to make sure that uh, we are doing the right things that, with our athletic training staff and so forth. So uh, we went through uh, our summer camp in the heat. We then obviously started our fall camp July 31, and we've been doing, uh, you know, been rolling ever since, since we have a week zero game. But we've tried to tell the kids every night, every day, uh, rest, hydrate, nutrition. Uh, they got to focus and make good football decisions. They got to make sure that they're ready for the game. And then in terms of our physical preparation, we uh, have really been rep after rep after rep. We get a rep. We set the ball down next play within 30, 35 seconds, and we're going again. And our guys, since they played two ways, they've really been taught to be durable, be resistant, be confident, and then fly around and, and do the best they can. Now, as we know, week zero, week one games, you're going to be battling the heat. You're going to be battling probably some body adjustments to mm-hmm. game speed for an hour and a half, two hours. But the goal is to continue to look at subs, to have some top guys that we need, you know, take some breaks here and there. But obviously, we've tried to develop that resilience and that durability through our training techniques. Coach, it's a pleasure, man. Uh, we're, we're super excited to not only have you guys on on our station tomorrow night uh, for the Week Zero game, but uh, just, to, just to see you guys progress over the next, you know, couple years and however long that you are, are definitely the head coach over over at Lincoln Northwest High School. Appreciate you coming on the show today, and, and I'll see you tomorrow night at some point, I'm sure. Hey, absolutely. Yeah, if you can sneak down the field, say hi to us. We'd love to see you. There's going to be a lot of energy. There's a birthday mm-hmm. party for the old UBT Stadium that we've That's right. Um, last year, so a lot of energy. There's going to be a lot of purple on our sidelines, and we're super excited that you guys are covering our game. Well, Coach, appreciate the time as always. We'll, we'll definitely talk to you down the road, and I'll, I'll see you tomorrow night. Absolutely. Sounds good. Go Falcons. There he is, Brian Lauk, the head coach of Lincoln Northwest football. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna start season number two, and and by all counts, they expect to finish the entire season this year. Which, as he said, I, I thought it was really interesting. He almost got me with the you get knocked down. What are you gonna do? I I was sitting here. I was like, get back up. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a player. I'm not <laughs> I'm not one of his players. <laughs> nah, just I mean that's that's one thing is just it takes a special type of coach to want to to take on the task of starting up a program and, and wanting to stick with it and trying to do it the right way. And so uh, by all accounts and, and throughout, you know, a few conversations here, coach Lauk uh, has that team on the right track and mm-hmm. we'll, I, I I'm, I'm excited. And I think what's real important for Lincoln Northwest and, and for fans of the Falcons, if you, if you find yourself in that position is that 
as he's mentioned multiple times, it's not necessarily the scoreboard. And that's where I like it, it's it's thing kind of resonates with you because you're like you realize that this thing is way a much bigger process and project mm-hmm. than just the small scope of one or two years. And as a competitor, it's going to know, take a long time. And and he obviously is. I mean, he's a head coach of a football team. As a competitor, you want to win. Yeah. But you have to sit there and have this realization. You're in year two. You're going to be playing game four yeah. of your varsity schedule ever for this new high school. So you have to realize and kind of sit there and take a step back and think, okay, we obviously want to win every game. But first things yeah. first, we got to set a foundation. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I'm I'm excited to see Lincoln Northwest in action tomorrow. Uh, good stuff from Coach Brian Lauk of Lincoln Northwest High School as he uh, gets ready for year number two at the helm for the Falcons, who are also in year number two as well. Let's take our final time out. We uh, take a break and bring in Strick and Austin for the crossover as we get you ready for on the block right here on 93.7 The Ticket. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.